along to our first session and this year, 2019. 2019, I'm sure a lot of people have been looking forward to 2019. And we bring you full time. Of course, sending a shout out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors. They are down there on Grey Street. Go and check them out. Uh, just, uh, just down the road from uh, Logan Print. Right, now into it. Uh, we, of course, have... As usual with us, our man Reno Wilkinson joining us this morning. Morena, bro. Yeah, morena, bro, and uh, happy New Year to you, Keithy, and uh, your whanau and uh, everyone over there and uh, the beautiful Gisborne, and to everyone who's listening to Full Time. Exciting year ahead, mate, uh, 2019, and big old year, eh? I know we're going to talk the Warriors, but we'll leave that in the show. <laughs> and a uh, big Happy New Year to you too, uh, Reno. Also joining us from somewhere over there in Australia, we have with us our man JT, Jason Tafifirangi. Kia ora, bro. Kia ora, Keithy. Kia ora to you, Reno. Happy New Year to you both, boys. Lovely morning here in uh, Caloundra. Uh, it's uh, just after 5.41 and we're sitting on 26 degrees, so it's going to be a stinker. But hey, happy to be here. Bring on 2K19. Yes, indeed. 2K19 is going to be an awesome one. Uh, first of all, first off, we'll start off with you, JT. How was your Christmas and uh, New Year's and holidays and that? Actually, Christmas was quite uh, low-key, quite a low-key affair. I had to work Christmas Day uh, in my work as, right. as a residential carer, so I was rusted on for Christmas, so me and my client... Uh, went up to Noosa Beach and had a bit of a perver, a bit of a look around up there and um, saw some lovely sights. And yeah, mate, so that was uh, pretty quiet. New Year's Eve, we were off at home and we had a couple of beers and they uh, actually managed to find some Stein Lager Classic, which is as rare mm. as Hensteys over these, over in these parts. So Kip saw in the New Year with a hangover and uh, pretty <laughs> low key, but been looking forward to this for a long, long time, Keithy. Bring it on. Yes, absolutely. Yes. How about you there, um, Reno? How was your Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, Christmas Day, mate. Just uh, far no time. Uh, a lot of kai, as always. Uh, finish and uh, reheat the leftovers on the Boxing Day. Then I uh, head to the beach uh, just down the road to Mount Manganui and uh, Waihi, Whangamata. And pretty well laid back, mate. Uh, low key, uh, too much traffic, too many idiots on the road. Mm. New Year's, well, I didn't see that in. Me and the wife, we fell asleep nice and early. Let the young ones enjoy it. And uh, just another day, and we just carry on. And a few weeks later, back in the mahi. So. Yeah, no, just a lot of family time, mate, and um, pretty well chilling out and doing work around home, and yeah, just low-key, really. Um, just pretty full-on through our little town here in Pata with traffic and the beach. Um, two words, really, beer bums. Oh, uh, true. talk about the beach at the Mount. Yeah, mate, uh, it was like when we got there, and I said to the wife and my daughter, and I said, is there anyone in Auckland? You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just jam-packed at Mount Maunganui, but... Yeah, um, even my wife seemed to be, never seen so many beer bums around at the beach. I said, oh, that's the fashion these days, dear. Yeah. Time to yeah. get yours out, eh? You know, I've got a good slap. <laughs> I'd hate to say where. I'd hate to say where you got this. <laughs> yeah, 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 but no, nah, just a lot of beach stuff. Uh, me and little grandson were out and about on the motorbike. Uh, hit the surfboard as well, so I got a bit of a background with surfing and took him out there and... Yeah, did a bit of skateboarding, scootering, just family time, bro. It's been an interesting one. Well, well first off, with, with Christmas here, it was really interesting. I think it was the first time that we've actually had a bit of rain on Christmas Day for quite some time. I mean, it, it, you don't often get uh, rain around about uh, 
well on Christmas Day. I'm not not to say that it's never rained, but um, it's very it's a very rare occurrence. Um, so uh, a lot of the stuff that I did um, certainly was more indoor than outdoor, I dare say. And um, then pretty much after that, it was just hot as anything. I mean, it it just got absolutely stinking hot and. Uh, well, um, most of the activities I did was also pretty much indoors, mostly in front of a fridge with um, a hand on a beverage uh, for pretty much um, that whole week. Uh, it was interesting because I actually haven't had a holiday during the Christmas period for quite some time. So I had about two weeks off, which was uh, awesome. Uh, great to catch up with um, some whanau. Of course, we had my grandmother's unveiling just after New Year's, the weekend after New Year's, and so uh, catching up with Fano was was uh, a pretty awesome um, thing to do. Uh, and also for those two weeks, and this was the best thing, for those two weeks I was almost completely offline, you know. Uh, I just um, didn't know what was happening in the world, uh, kept away from Facebook and, and, and any kind of social media, didn't even know what was happening on the news as well. Um, and then I kind of uh, ran into, um, well, I went out to my grandfather's place with um, my moko and, and we were talking about Wiz. And I didn't realise at the time that Wiz had received a um, Queen's birthday, uh, well, no, not a Queen, a Queen's service medal um, on New Year's Day. So, uh, yeah, that was an interesting conversation, considering I had no idea what was going on. But um, did it was able to catch up with Wiz uh, at the at my grandmother's um, unveiling, and uh, well, had to congratulate him. And uh, yeah, it's just some interesting things been going on um, pretty much since then. Of course, we've had East Coast vibes in Gisborne. We've had R and V, and we've been having a lot of giveaways. And so, getting going back from absolutely doing nothing to coming back into work, I tell you what, it's been pretty much full on since then. But I tell you what, boys, great to be back at full time. But great to be back in the hot seat. Hey, JT, what about what do you reckon? Oh, it's just lovely to hear your dulcet tones again. Keith. <laughs> I've, missed, I've missed for the last you know three or four weeks, and uh, man, absolutely. And, and must send out a congratulations to our man Walter Walter Walsh, the whiz. A highly deserved uh, award, the Queen Services Medal, and he certainly has done a lot for the community mm. over a, uh, a long period of time. He's getting up towards 30 years now in the broadcasting game, so uh, yeah, well done, Walter. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, what are we? What are we going to be looking forward to uh, 2019, there, um, Reno? Yeah, I don't really know, mate. Uh, I turn a uh, big birthday this year. Uh, yes. I suppose that's a big thing for me, uh, the big five zero, and something I've been planning for the last decade. Uh, myself and my wow. family are head overseas to America, so nice. uh, May 8th we fly up, mate, uh, turning five zero at Disneyland, so be over there with the kids and the wife and that and the moko. Um, yeah, excited about that. Been a long time coming, so we're just getting things in place and, you know, do your uh, visas, all that type of stuff, or ETSAs and everything like that. And, yeah, excited about that um, on the personal note. But, yeah, I'll be back into it, uh, get back into uh, training my uh, grandson, uh, my little muckle with his little sports stuff. Uh, got a big highlight this week, mate. I had a phone call from the uh, Warriors. Uh, we played at a little league tournament just prior to Christmas. Mm. Yeah, my little grandson uh, is very lucky uh, and we're very proud as a family as well. He's uh, going to be playing for a Warriors under-17 selecting. 
uh, at the game between the Warriors and the uh, Cowboys April 20th. So, uh, yeah, very proud moment for Number Seven's uh, Warriors Select Team to, to be Kunaray's big year for them. It's the 25th year, so they've got a lot going on True. there. And uh, he got picked uh, to play and got the phone call from uh, a Kiwi fern, Georgia Hale, who runs all that. And, uh, yeah, it was good news. So take Mumsy up there and, you know what mums are like? Come to Warriors with me, mum. Yeah, watch it on the bloody TV. Waste of money. You know, I said to her, oh, uh, the Mukul, Daytona's playing there. Oh, okay, I'm coming now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, excited, mate. Uh, very excited. And, uh, yeah, can't, yeah, I haven't stopped raving about it. But, yeah, look forward to that. And, yeah, just a full-on year. I'll be tied up with him. Uh, with his little rugby, then his rugby league. And, you know, just kids, spend time with the kids, mate. Mm, sounds awesome. What about you there, JT? What are you looking forward to in uh, 2019? Oh, mate, definitely the start of the footy season. We're not too far away now, so it's going to be uh, another cracking year for the NRL. It's uh, probably one of the main things I look forward to every year. And um, I see the posters are starting to come out already, with the memes rather with uh, it's our year, it's year. Uh, those, those memes have just been rerun for the last 25 years, but, uh, you know, according, according, according to the great man, uh, Keith E. Neewa, this is the year, so... Yeah, this is the year. Um, possible, possibility that they might, that, that they uh, could take it. I mean, all teams are on equal footing at this point in time, so we can talk them all up if we like, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. On a personal note, similar to Reno, we're doing a big trip over to Europe for, uh, actually, for no yes. reason, just sorry, for a mate's wedding in Ireland, but, um... And it's the first trip for me and the wife uh, on our own without the kids because we've, we've always travelled with them. And right. We did the Disneyland thing a few years ago, Reno. Um, that cup and saucer ride, bro, she's pretty hectic, so hang on for dear life on that one. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I'm just looking forward to... Uh, I've started a bit of study. I'm doing my um, bachelor's degree in uh, community services, so that'll take me up to uh, the pay grade, awesome. hopefully. Uh, and, yeah, other than that, boys, just looking forward to every Saturday morning at 5.30 getting up and coming on here and talking the brown stuff. When, when, so when are you going to be heading over to Europe again there, um, JT? Uh, July the 11th uh, we leave here, which is a Thursday. So I think we'll be in... I've already mapped it out for where we're going to be on the Saturday morning. So I think we're going to, it's going to be a Friday night in Paris, but I'll be I'll be able to call through on, on via this uh, nice. medium. Yeah. And then uh, I think the following week we'll be in Ireland, and then the following week we'll be somewhere in Italy, and then I think we'll be in Prague for the fourth week. So I should be able to still be uh, a bit of a correspondent. And hopefully Reno can do the same from uh, Anaheim when he's over there. Now, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same boat, JT. I've mapped out mine where I'll be too as well. So, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, thanks to uh, old Pukumata, old Facebook. And uh, Mark Zuckerberg will pay for us to get through and talk to you, Keithy, uh, full-time. <laughs> uh, we'll be doing some live updates from, uh, like uh, JTC at LA. I'll be in Anaheim, down in San Fran, and uh, into a weekend. I'll catch up with you down there, hopefully not inside Alcatraz. Uh, <laughs> then at Vegas, uh, down there, Grand Canyon, then Hawaii can come home, bro. So, yeah, we'll be talking a bit around the uh, States. Now, I, I don't know if you've heard about this, JT, but there's, well, I know Reno would have heard about it. There's a whanau who have been travelling around our esteemed country. Uh, <laughs> you, you would know about this, eh, Reno? There's, uh, there's a whanau yeah, travelling around. Let's, let, let's just put a line through, Mike, put the boot in. There's one of them gone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, well, we, maybe we were hoping maybe you'd be able to take them a little bit earlier, perhaps you know a lot, lot sooner than what they were wanting to be. But uh, you've obviously heard about the Marino, um, about this Pano who've been mm. travelling around, touring around our country, and uh, well, getting it up to a bit of mischief to say the very least, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's a horrible situation. You know, I, I'm surprised, really. I was talking to someone yesterday in town. Uh, I know they've been doing their little thing up there in Auckland, and the girls had confronted them and all this type of stuff, and then got down to um, Hamilton. Mm. And I thought, oh, yeah. And I thought, man, if they said that to some mouldy down there in Women <laughs> Hamilton, they would have got the what's up. Yes, yeah. You know, straight there and then. But, um, hey, I know they've been deported. Uh, I know one of the young ladies, a 26-year-old, got charged yep. as such year and all this stuff but uh, just a horrible situation I think that's how they're living I saw some write up about one of them claiming that their grandfather was the 10th richest man in the whole yes, of England yes. and I thought really and you're doing this stupid stuff but i got to say you know the uh, uh, outcome from it all is the memes everything like this I think the guy in the red shorts and white singlet mm. seems to be posted on nearly everything you can find these days on social media <laughs> Whether it's at Burger King, uh, the warehouse, they've made a lot of fun and taken the uh, Mickey out of it. But uh, yeah, just something stupid. And to have a young kid, uh, you know, with a little foul mouth. Um, yeah, I don't know. I see, I see somewhere um, they auctioned off that Bunnings hat he was wearing. Oh, okay. It's up to a few. It's up to a few <laughs> thousand dollars now. Young kids had they were smearing and ranting. <laughs> yeah. It's up to a couple of grand. Oh, wow. hat he was wearing that time. But um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh uh-uh. yeah. Mate. And I saw that Māori guy at that car place in Hamilton talking, he was holding back not to swear and I'm sure he wanted to uh, yeah. you know, do what we would normally do, but yeah. um obviously in front of me he had to be professional about it. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Now, JT, I think I'm not. I can't quite remember, but I think weren't you one of uh, weren't you one of them that were inviting them to come to Gisborne? Oh, absolutely! How good would it be that they made it down the Midway Beach or Wanami Beach? Or, <laughs> that would have been that would have been the end of them. <laughs> absolutely, I reckon too. I reckon too. They would have gone. They would, they would have gone missing, and no one would be no one would be any of the wise. Just, just a bunch of idiots, mate. They, apparently, the same mob was over here in, in Queensland uh, last year. Right. It sounded sound like the same MO. They kind of place this order of a and you know chuck here, and it will say it wasn't cooked properly or whatever, and you know get out of paying the bill. So yeah, I, don't, I don't know where they're from. Some are saying they're from Ireland. Some are saying they're from Liverpool. But, yeah. You know, wherever they're from, they can um, you know maybe out back there. So yeah. Yeah, it's 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 been well. If nothing else, though, I think KJT. It's kind of been entertaining, an entertaining watch. What do you reckon? Oh yeah, absolutely, Keith. You know, it's, it's a bit of a lull over there when there's no Shorten Street True. here. There's no home and away. So True. we need something to fill in the fill the breach, and uh, <laughs> you know they've definitely uh, oh, done that with in, in spades. So uh, yeah, uh, very very entertaining. And of course, uh, you know we us being the way we are, I mean as Maori and probably as New Zealanders too. Hey, don't come to our town and do that. Yes. Kaka will, will smash you. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm sure you you would have been inviting them to Pyro as well, there, Reno. Oh, mate, if they bumped into Holy Hutter, he would have sent the boys around and given them an effing smash. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it would have been the same thing. Um, but yeah, you know, like like you guys wrapped it up. It was entertaining for those few weeks, and hey. 
something had to replace Solomon Street here in Aotearoa. So yeah, they did it. It would be a little while and oh well, done and dusted. Hey, there's mostly more than around that just haven't been picked up. True indeed. I think they tried to trade in they tried to trade in their vehicle or some blimmer thing. Yeah, and, so oh, well, I heard. They, yes. Yeah, yeah, and then they told you to get the hell out of here and uh, like many other places. But I know they're Burger King down by the base there, Terapa. Oh, yeah. And all that type of place. Yeah, 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 and all that. I'm going, oh, well, yeah, you're right. They they just try to have a feed and cause some ruffle and want to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Look at that fella, eh? Look at that fella. looks like a bloody slob, man. (laughs) Wouldn't even know what the word work was. He wouldn't ever know. He looks like he lives on the benefit all his life. Right. You know what work is, eh? He just looks like it. Looks. Like it. it reminds yep. me of a hidey high, hidey ho. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Holiday. What was the? What was that thing here? Hidey high, man. Anyway. Hidey ho. Yeah. Well, there's there's a, a number of interesting things still happening. What is actually happening over there in Aussie there um, at the moment, JT? Uh, from a from a sporting perspective, it's a massive. Uh, uh, time in down in Melbourne, particularly with the Australian yes. Open. Uh, we're into week one. I'll see they're into the third or fourth round now. So uh, it's been a bit annoying actually listening to the commentary over here in Australia because all they've been going on about is the, is the Australians in the tournament. So thankfully, slowly but surely, they're all getting knocked out. So yeah. um, they, can, they can stop banging on about their own players, which I suppose is understandable to a degree, but you know, it just gets a bit more hard. Uh, it's, it's also a continuation of late last year when we last spoke about the Australian cricket team. They've been getting steamrolled left, right, and centre. Mm. Uh, they've had, a, they've had a, a, a test series against India, a four-test series. They lost that one two to one, yep. with one rained out, and they were heading for defeat in that as well. So, it's, mate, as we always, well, as I've always said on the show, how good is it when the Aussies That's lose their cricket? It's awesome. So, um, yeah, mate. Other than that, uh, yeah. No, okay. Get on the footy. I, <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, uh, Reno? I've just, just got to talk about that cricket. I was watching that Indian game. There was a massive score just the other day that Aussie had set, eh? And mm. England uh, just kept going and going. And uh, one of their star players, uh, who's right up there, if I remember rightly, I think he's just so many runs behind Sachin Tindalka. But, um, yeah, what he scored in that game. And to see the Indians come through, I think they had the last over to get it. And uh, they got some good hits there and win. And I thought to myself... That's a team that's a real good team when you come against the Aussies who was a 299, I think it was, and uh, they got through to win. But, yeah, that was a hell of a game to watch, especially the tail end of it. Mm. And the Aussies, yeah, well, on their own sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, holy hell, look at these Indian players. They're going for it. And, yeah, the Aussies really, in years gone by, have been no easy beats at home, or let alone anywhere. And, mm. man, they've been falling apart ever since that whole... Yeah, escapade uh, over in South Africa. Scandal. Yep, yep. Uh, that, that's yeah. when they've uh, fallen just, apart. And it, it's been awesome to watch, isn't it, JT? It's been awesome for, to watch, man. Yeah, they've struggled here, they've struggled here on the past. The pitches, and historically, they haven't, they haven't had the pace attack. They've heavily relied on their spinners, which, of course, is more conducive to the conditions in, the, in India. But uh, yeah. they've also... Had some good batsmen uh, this time around. They had a bloke called uh, uh, Pajara, who out of the four tests scored three big hundreds. One of them was almost a double hundred, got 193. Fred uh, Coley, one of the best test batsmen of all time in the current crop. Yeah. And a couple of good quick bowlers too. One with the name of Jasper Bumrah, very unorthodox sort of a sort of stutters his way to the wicket, and then then let's rip with a 145, 100, you know, nearly 150k thunderbolt. So. And the old Aussies are blaming the fact that they're missing two of their better players, but uh, if, you, if you take out two, two players, surely you've got depth 
Australian cricket traditionally had a lot of depth to it, but uh, it's good to see that that depth is running low. Yes, oh, I think it's awesome. I think it's so great watching them fall apart. <laughs> and it's like and obviously it's a uh, it's a cricket World Cup year this year too. Yeah. So New Zealand should certainly be in, in, in with a sniff if they can uh, get, their, get their act together. And what they did the last World Cup, obviously, is playing away this year in England. But oh, I just think they might be worth a sneaky ten dollar note on oh, the old black caps. Okay, okay, yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, yeah, well, and, and because at the moment they, they haven't been going uh, too badly, have they, um, JT? No, not at all. I mean, Sri Lanka certainly aren't what they used to be in terms of their stature. Game, but uh, yeah, if, if they can, um, oh, mind you, they beat Pakistan as well over there. In, in yes, the, uh, in yeah, the Arab and, um, Arab, yeah, in the UAE. Yep. Oh, I just looked at their side. I thought they've got some, you know, um, Tim South, Southie and, uh, and and Trent Bolt, a couple of good opening bowlers. They've got some good mm. backs in there, Kane Williamson, and a, and a couple of good backups as well. So I just think if they can get their act together, come tournament time in July, August, uh, you just never know. They're half a chance. Oh, there, yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, the way that Australia has been going, though, uh, they, you know, they seem to be depleting more and more, and um, it's great to see. At least, hopefully, they won't be at the top um, in their tournament, eh? Yeah, definitely. It's a crying shame that what's happened to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely beside myself with tears. I need some Kleenex. Now, also happening over in Aussie, I, 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 not that I've really been watching much of it, but I've been hearing that there's a bit of a, um, well, there's a, a little bit of, um, I don't know if it's angst that have built up in the uh, new, in the Australian team itself or, um, or, or something along those lines. I think it's mostly between Warner and a lot of the other players. Am I hearing that right or uh, is that just idle gossip? Yeah, I think you are hearing it right. Warner, Warner has, has got a massive personality. He's all about, he's all about himself. He's got a big ego, and he's been caught uh, the cancerous element of the side mm. pre- previous to getting busted for, for the cheating stuff. But everyone, or well, everyone, I think everyone, it's common knowledge that he was the one yes. who put young Cameron Bancroft up to it. Yeah. He's, he's the one. Yeah, that, him, Bancroft and Steve Smith gave press conferences as soon as they got back to Australia. Yeah. And uh, Warner just put on a big sideshow with his wife mm. and two kids. Mm. And blah, blah, blah. Just made himself look like, a, look like the idiot that he is, really. So, yeah, yeah mate, no, absolutely no sympathy for him. I, I hope Steve Smith can get back into the side. He was certainly on, on top of his game at the time. And his only crime, I think, in the whole ball-tampering saga was not being strong enough as yes. a captain, as a man. Saying that, no. He tells him not to do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Where's Warner... I think bullied uh, his, his opening partner Bancroft. It was only you know in his infancy in terms of his test career. Yeah, he bullied him into, into doing the into, into playing with his balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting way to put it too. Very interesting way to put it. But um, this is the thing, uh, Smith. I can see back in maybe even Cameron um, Bancroft, but. Dave, the way things are going, David Warner, even though it's, it's you know, uh, what, what do you reckon about David Warner? Will he ever make it back into the Australian team? I'll tell you what, it's, if, you, if you sort of read social media, I don't know if it's much of a barometer to go by, but even a lot of my friends, uh, Aussie mates, they say, how often do you check them in? 
half right. so he gets back in, they'll never support Australia. Right. He's out again. Yeah. You know, they've got to make a, make a stance on this thing. He, he's been, like I said, he's been called the cancer in the side, which is, you know, spread and stuff the whole culture. It cost the coach his job as well. And, and a couple of, uh, James Sutherland, who was the CEO of cricket for years. Um, so I, I just, personally, I, I don't like the guy. I can't stand him. I think he's yeah. an idiot. And, um, his missus isn't sort of too far down below him in terms of her right um, character. Her, 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 yeah, her character, the public opinion towards her. Someone like she's they both recently announced that she's pregnant, mm. and all the jokes come out. Oh, does Sonny Bill Williams know? And all that <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> because she has a bit of a reputation of being a bit of yes. a down boy yes. previous to uh, being married to this idiot. But, yeah, uh, yeah, interesting. It is interesting. They're, 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 it's intriguing, nonetheless. Like, that's what I think, anyway. Hey, we're going go well, to go. It's, it's, it's annoying that it's become intriguing because I just give the time, give the guy no time at all. Yeah, but, that's true. Sorry, mate. Throw, throw to the that, break. That's true. <laughs> we are. We're, we'll be back with more full time right after this. On behalf of the full-timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, let's get back to the fools on full-time. Welcome back to our second session here on Full Time. I want to send a shout out once again going out to our uh, sponsors, Race Greg Motors. Of course, they're down there on Gray Street. Also, want to send a big happy birthday. Uh, well, it's a belated happy birthday, though, to a friend of mine, um, Linda Tehuya, who, well, I can't remember how old she is, or she was yesterday, but. Uh, yeah, big happy birthday to her. Anyway, over in Australia, what else is happening over there, um, JT? Well, we just spoke off here, Keithy, about uh, next weekend. It's Australia Day, next Saturday, uh, January the 26th. It's always uh, quite a contentious time over here between different factions. Uh, 
mainly the Anglo-Saxon Australians, and uh, they sort of think, you know, it's Australia Day, it's our day to celebrate mm. the great nation that we built, blah, 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 let's we carry on. Whereas the first Australians, the indigenous folks, sort of, uh, a lot of them deem it as Invasion Day, you know, the arrival of, of the white men and the disruptions to the existence. So, it's quite a polarising time of year. Uh, even there's another group which says it's on the wrong date because the Federation of Australia wasn't declared on January the 26th. It was declared on the 1st of some other date. I can't probably remember off the top of my head. But, uh, see, so yeah, quite an interesting time and um, a lot of... Uh, a lot, of, a lot of the young fellas walk around with their uh, scrawny chest and their pimpled faces with cotton made, made in China, Australian flags tied around their, tied around their necks like superheroes. They look like super idiots. You know, there's a lot of that. Uh, it's got to be the worst chant in, in sporting or any history, actually. The Aussie, 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 yes. oi, oi, oi thing. I can't think of another one more, more brain dead than that one. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I'm sort of neither here nor there. It's just another day to me. You know. I'm a, I'm a visitor to the reminds me of um, uh, uh, Waitangi Day here. I remember when, uh, well, certainly back in the 70s into the 80s, where um, Waitangi Day was more about um, protests. Hey, Reno, was more, that was, that yeah. was um, you know, where it's, it's turned into something very different, into almost like a peace-loving, um, you know, concert type of thing um, in some places. Uh, what do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, you totally nailed it on the head there, Keith. The, uh, from decades gone by of a simple little protest and uh, get a bit boisterous as mm, such, you know. And sometimes, talk yeah. our rights about the history, the treaty as such, yeah. And now kind of uh, people are turning around into a, a marketing commodity mm. uh, where they are putting up little festival shows, stores, a lot of concerts. Uh, you know, the concerts are more based now uh, in regards to uh, the late Bob Marley. You yes. know, and all that type of stuff. So you get <laughs> yeah. the reggae concerts yeah. popping up, for an example. Uh, but it does have a little bit of the injection of the history of the treaty as such. And up north, you know, there was a predominant uh, spot where it was always boisterous and protesters, and they would come out and do their thing up there at Titimarai and all this type of stuff. But, um, yeah, that's kind of turned around full circle, especially the, uh, I would guess, last what, five to ten years. Mm. Uh, a lot of people just look at it now as another day off. Uh, it's a Wednesday this year as well, so it's midweek. Guessing uh, some are either taking off Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Friday. Uh, make it an extra long week because this weekend, um, for us, it's a long, another long weekend with Auckland anniversary weekend. Um, yeah, you know, you don't really see much of that type of stuff like you touched <laughs> on in the 70s, 80s, eh? No. It's uh, definitely changed, mate. Um, you know, I know here, for example, we've got a whānau day out. Uh, you learn a bit about Māori culture. We bring that into it uh, through kapaka, Māori kai, everything like that. But there's also a bit of a music side of things. And, yeah, just something on a low key. But, yeah, you're right, mate. It's uh, definitely changed from back in the day, you know, as we were youngsters. And you now the kids are out there trying to enjoy themselves, having a sing-song and catching up with their mates, you know. 
a lot of it now just another day off eh? yeah what do you what do you reckon about uh, uh, the the waitangi uh, day uh, celebrations that they have these days um jt uh, mate, I haven't been to a Waitangi Day at home for over 20 years, so mm. I, I don't really know too much. I, I do know that there are protests and there has been that sort of thing for a while. Uh, look, it is what it is. We're sort of trying to forge, forge forward, I guess, as a nation, and uh, you know, there's always going to be disagreements between you know different people. You're not going to please everyone at the same time. Um, oh, I, I don't know. I still don't. I don't really know. Uh, you, you've thrown me a curveball. And show one key I've got no shot that's clean bold me. <laughs> oh, sorry about that one, mate. Uh, but but you know, it, it's it, it, well, it just is an interesting. Well, in in a way, I guess you're kind of sharing it over there in Australia. I, I guess with Australian Day, though, eh, JT? <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's only a week apart. Um, so you know, we, we do have here on the Gold Coast. the Saturday, the first Saturday after Waitangi Day, if it doesn't right. on, on the Saturday. Obviously, we don't get the holiday over here, but uh, so, yeah, quite a big day, too. Get in excess of you know, 10,000 people that come, come through the gates. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, the rugby league club I used to be part of, Southport Club, as you still got it for a few years, and then uh, a few of the boys sort of took on themselves. They still do a very good job. It's, it's quite highly, um, obviously, patronised, but also quite ironic how you were talking at the start of the show about their family from overseas who's come over here, you know, and cause a bit of an uproar mm. in Auckland, Hamilton and such. And now we're touching on uh, Waitangi Day. I've seen this little post on Facebook during the week uh, and this guy wrote, I can't help myself, finally, footage of English tour- tourists causing trouble for locals and scamming local businesses. A picture of something they reflect away back in the odd years ago and they're still doing it a hundred odd years later. <laughs> That's brilliant. a brilliant one. <laughs> you know, I cracked up when I saw their post of a picture of them, you know, with the signing up north. You know, <laughs> still let me know. <laughs> oh, Facebook, man. <laughs> Can get some interesting things off Facebook. Anyway, um, 2000, and I've been saying this for quite some time, as you both know, and I and you were even there when I said it the very first time there, Reno, 2019, yeah. Warriors, 2019, still sticking with that, and, and even Ra Walker was jumping on board with that for a little while, but you know, as, and I knew, as could be expected, he was going to jump off in, in a while, but um, it all came about, I think it was in 2017, when... 
people, you know, when the Warriors were in such a bad state, they were in such a bad state that people started burning their Warriors um, jerseys and that. And that's when I decided, okay, I'm jumping back on. You know, this is when they need support the most is when they're, um, you know, people are abandoning them. So that's what I've been saying ever since then, 2019. Warriors 2019. Uh, what do you reckon there, Reno? Yeah, mate, you know where I sit with the Warriors. Uh, JT knows the same and Ra knows the same. Uh, I mean, a diehard since Die a big year this year, Absolutely. 25 year. And, uh, you know, you just go with it, keep the faith. And uh, I've been keeping the faith oh, on a real, real short string hanging in there. But, uh, yeah, I'll stick with you, mate, and go for the year. Got it, you know, because uh, they get through there. They, they got to the finals last mm. year. They can get through to the grand final. It's a big thing here because the season hasn't started. Every team has that opportunity this season at the moment. But if they get to that grand final, mate, I'll be thinking of you. And we'll be <laughs> over there. I've always said that. We're going if they get to the final. Absolutely. I told you that. And, Absolutely. Uh, you've been pushing the whole barrier since 2017. So, uh, mate, yeah, they're there at the GF, uh, which is a huge ask this year as well. Um, uh, but, hey, anything's possible. Uh, you know, there's some big teams in there, and oh, JT's team is uh, always going to be hard to always beat. Uh, I see they signed up Cam Smith for a couple of years, the Storm. Uh, the Roosters will never will always be a tough outfit to get there. Um, yeah, hasn't even started. But, um, yeah, mate, I'm on your bandwagon. I've always been there. And, you know, you'll go through those. I've always said it. You go through your teams. You stick loyal to your teams, highs, lows, ups and downs. And when you get there, you can celebrate because you've been with it, not like these Johnny come late. These yes. want to jump on board and go, you know, like the Rail Walkers. Well, the Warriors <laughs> have been the best bloody thing since they got to the final. He'd be saying he's a Warriors fan from days gone by. Mm, but uh, you know, you can't keep up with that guy. Which Super Rugby team he's bloody supporting? No. What's going on? I know, I so, know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just stick loyal to your team. JT yep. knows that loyalty. Storm yep. man, being their highs lows, went through the whole debacle of uh, lost points and what. Look, they're a champion team, and um, you know he, he he knows that, and he's stuck by his team. So just go do it, mate. Stick to your team, mate. Loyal. More 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 highs than lows. I think, though, personally, um, JTA uh, for the storm. More highs than lows over the years. That's what I think, anyway. Oh, yeah. definitely, Keith. You know, right from the very first home game, we were we <laughs> actually we borrowed a bus, so one of the boys drove us in, and we got to a place called Punt Road, which was about. About a kilometre away from Olympic Park, which is the old home ground, and the traffic wasn't moving, it was absolutely chock-a-block. I think there might have been an AFL game on as well. So we, we said to the mate driving the bus, open the door, bro, we all jumped off and said, oh, we'll see you in there. So we, we walked the last kilometre, and he got in there, oh, probably just before half-time, and he was filthy in it. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's been a, a roller coaster ride as such. And like, yeah, fair enough. Fair comment, Keith, need more highs than lows. Yes. Had some absolute highs with this team, and it's been good to do it as a family. My kids are both Storm supporters. The wife's Storm supporter. My mum, a lot of my family is based in Melbourne. They're all Storm supporters. So right. it's been a family affair for us. And yeah, just been lucky, mate. They've sort of found the recipe to success. And you could say that's because of the salary caps and stuff. But we've sort of we've bounced back from that. We won a yep. premiership in 2012 and another one in 2017. So it's. Uh, in terms of the Warriors this year, oh, mate, honestly, it's going to be a big ask, a totally big ask. They've lost uh, Sean Johnson, who's got uh, inexperienced harvest um, coming in to try and find a replacement for him. I think they've lost one of their best forwards, too, in, in James Gavet. Mm. I was quite surprised when they didn't sign him. Um, yeah, but, but for mine, I think the Roosters might just have that edge again this year. They're looking, looking to, uh, to go back to back the best time since 
the Broncos in 92, 93. But I've said it before on this show, Keithy, if the Warriors get to the grand final, I'll buy the tickets to the game, boys. <laughs> Nicely. Nice. Looking forward to the final. <laughs> Should be a good one. Now, I also see that um, uh, GI, now uh, Greg Inglis, he's announced that he's going to retire mm. next year, 2020, but he's retiring from, is it all internationals um, there, Reno, uh, this year? Yeah, yeah. Rep, rep footy, mate, uh, this year. So, yeah, he'll get through. I'll uh, play another season next year with the uh, Rabbits. Uh, yeah, retire from, of course, I guess, in origin and kangaroo duties. Um, yeah, you know, he's been good over his years. Talented player uh, when yes. he came into it and of the indigenous culture, mm. you know, and uh, he's going to mm. be out there supporting that game coming up soon. Uh, and good to see, you know, the... Uh, Teens are being released uh, on the men's lady side for their indigenous game. But, yeah, GI. GI, one of the great centres of the uh, modern game in this modern era. So, he's tall as he is, uh, as powerful as he is, and had his ups and downs off the field, on the field. But remember the good times of the guy when he played a uh, great rugby league, great player. Now, he came out of um, Melbourne too, didn't he, uh, JT? Am I correct there? Yeah, Melbourne gave him a start back in 2000. Absolute freak of nature. Big mm. six foot five, six foot four. I think he is with a, mm. a wingspan, a wingspan of a you know an A380 aircraft. Just that, that subtle, subtle movement of body. The strong fend, strong defender, a quick runner, and just in full flight. There's not much, uh, not many better spots than, than, than Greg Inglis. Yeah. You know, steaming down the field. I still remember one time they played the Cowboys and he gave Jonathan Thurston a bit of a might have been a bird at the end of the, the end of the <laughs> before he scored and you know he got he got harangued for that, but it was only. Brothers and you know, JT said, nah, no harm done, mate. He just spoke me and reminded me of uh, he was going to score one try. <laughs> <laughs> come to one barbecue. Right. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so um, of course we've got the Indigenous Māori Games coming up too. Uh, a uh, Reno, I mean, looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, played in Melbourne too. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a huge occasion over there, mate. And uh, it should be exciting times, you know. Uh, good to see the whole concert come together uh, for Indigenous players. And, yeah, I love the uh, juicy. I said to the wifey, oh, I'm going to get me one of those, as I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, yeah, the Aboriginal are really nice. And how uh, they've got Preston Campbell involved. Uh, Clinton Torpy, I think, is the other one. But, yeah, no, exciting times, mate. And, just good those kind of concepts that the NRL do. Mm. Uh, you know, good the Indigenous people. And they do an Indigenous round as well. Uh, do so much with the game. And like uh, JTC, yeah, can't wait till the season starts and see what they can do. But it'd be a hell of a game. Good on them. They've certainly, I think, um, you know, are changing uh, the games. Uh, well, the NRL certainly are changing league in a very positive way, um, one of the things that they've been... And, and we've been talking about this, haven't we, JT? We've been talking about this with the women's game last year. And, uh, you know, I think this Indigenous game is just something, um, you know, new, fresh and exciting. What do you reckon? Well, I think it's next level. They used to have the Indigenous All-Stars against the NRL All-Stars. Mm. Fair mm. enough, the Indigenous side had a, had a bit of you know, personal pride and whatnot to play for, whereas the NRL All-Stars were just a bunch of, you know, you know, fair enough, quite great players thrown yeah. together, but without any real cause. Whereas the Māori All-Stars, 
um, well, that's a different kettle of fish. They're, they're playing for us. They're playing for their people. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a you know a, a battle of iwi versus um, mob, so to speak. That's what they call these tribes here. They call them mobs. Yeah. So um, mate, it's, it's a total total different scenario and a total different um, weight on the shoulders. So looking forward to it. I was hoping to get down there, but um, I just can't convince the boss to give me some leave. I've uh, already burnt too many too much leave already, <laughs> and then I'm going to take a month off in July, August. So. Um, I might be watching from the TV unless I call in sick and say I've got food poison or something and then no more luck to see me on the, on, on the TV. So I'd best be watching it on TV. So yeah, absolutely great idea and good to have the women's teams involved as well. Uh, well, absolutely. Uh, it is great to see the women involved in that, in that, that particular game. Uh, awesome um, stuff. But uh, what are the teams looking like there, um, Reno? Uh, who are some of the names that are going to be branded about? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, <laughs> I haven't just got it in front of me all of a sudden. I'll have a look around, but yeah, I, I do know uh, a lot of the Kiwi Fern girls, some of the Māori girls, uh, will be are in there from just looking from memory of it. Uh, there's a couple of kangaroo players as well, obviously, uh, in the Indigenous team. Some of them are quite fair. Uh, Amber, uh, the centre, who plays centre, yeah, I think Pilly. she plays. Yeah, Pilly, she's in there as well. You know, Catwoman yeah, at uh, right. Dreamworld. Right. She's in there, fair or is anything, but um, they've come back because they've got Indigenous background. Dane Gagai on the men's side of it, I think he's playing for the Māori yes. team now. Yes, Yeah. So, yeah, I just can't find all those details uh, off the no. top of my head at the moment, but, yeah, but, um, yeah, hey, you know, I reckon it's a, it's a great concept, and I've always loved it, and I just think what they do um, to grow the game through uh, youth over there, and JT would know more on this, just through... The level of our talent that they have over there and bringing it through and as you say the indigenous side of it uh, look at the inaugural origin for the ladies as well and they got young origin games for the youngsters play it's just massive what they do over there right eh? there's all this drama off the paddock dylan Nupper trying mm. to make sex tapes as such there's mm. all of this stuff that gets the media attention a lot more than True. some of the stuff we we talk about that is positive for the game or for the people or for certain communities that are associated with the game. Uh, maybe a Cancer Society Week or something like that. They get out there and do it for these kind of organisations. Bug World Exposure here in Aotearoa, what gets covered here is more so the uh, other stuff. The negatives. Yes. Negatives. The negatives yes. in this country. Yeah. I know we are a rugby-mad country, uh, New Zealand. That's a given. But they like focus a lot on all the negatives. <laughs> you know, I, I get... I get I, I get sick of that stuff. Yeah, same. I really do. Same. Because it's all they seem to focus on here in this country. I don't know about Australia, but in this country, it's all the negative stuff. And, yeah. Um, anything they Agreed. can get to have a bit of a bite at the league. Le- league yes. It, it Absolutely. Me my head and Absolutely. It's like, what about the good stuff? Yeah. You know, and this indigenous thing here is not going to get much coverage, especially from a multicultural side of it, which is sad. Yeah. You know, but as soon as someone does something naughty of it, they're playing in the team or something, man, it hits the bloody headlines, eh? It does my head in. Yeah. I, I remember... Anyway, s- that's my little rant. Yes. Well, I remember seeing... Uh, well, I've got a little bit of a rant coming up too. Um, I, I remember seeing uh, earlier, I think it was either this week or last week, um, where a rugby, an Australian rugby player was getting... Oh, was it slanted for... I don't know, some, something sexual 
for, for, for a video that I think was made. In fact, there's been a number of them that have been coming out. This was actually a Wallabies rugby player, and, and that came out on, on, on the news that I, I can remember seeing, But because I, I don't really didn't really pay much attention to it. I can't really remember it. But now I see they're trying to slag off one of the, um, one of the new uh, Black Caps, one of the new cricket players who... Um, uh, you know, and this is just what negativity sort of breeds. Ne- negativity kind of breeds negativity, and it, it just keeps keeps making it bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know, just starting out at the league um, here in, in New Zealand, now they've uh, started to stretch. You know, when I mean league, I mean the league stars over in Australia. Now they're tr- trying to stretch to the to the league to the rugby stars over in Australia, and now hence they've come to the cricket stars. I mean, surely something negative will come out about the rugby players too, uh, which is, uh, you know, just part and parcel of negativity, breedy negativity. Hey, what do you reckon, Reno? Oh, totally, totally. You know, this whole world, uh, we touched on at the end of last year, I think uh, it's been a monopoly effect to social media, uh, gathering information and media. You know, there's not much really happening around the whole summertime uh, in their eyes, and then mm. they can find information on the slag off one. It just makes uh, good foot traffic in their eyes on online, uh, on the TV, radio, anything. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot more negativity, I would guess, coming out, mate. And, oh, well. It'll upset us. We'll have our little five, two cents worth of same. <laughs> yeah. You got a couple of cents worth to throw in now there, JT? <laughs> oh, everyone, everyone knows the media back home is driven by the rugby mad. Mm. So, look, it's just it's disappointing that uh, Reno touched on it. There's so much positive stuff that the NRL is doing. That's and then, true. And then they find a, a videotape or whatever you want to call it of some guy having sex. I mean, what? An NRL player's not supposed to have sex. Yes. Please, move along. Yes. Nothing, nothing to see here. Jog on. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, real quick, what else has is is, uh, been happening sporting-wise out there, Reno? Yeah, well, this Friday, hey, we build up to the uh, big cricket game everyone's talking about. It's the uh, Black Clash, uh, the T20 on Friday. Mm. Uh, this coming Friday, we're uh, rugby players versus cricket players. Obviously, the rugby team coached by Sir Graham Henry. Uh, the cricket team's uh, managed by Scotty Robinson, Crusaders coach. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing some of the old names, you know, rugby, Kieran Reid, Richie McCaw, Israel Dagg, the Barretts, Aaron Smith, Ali Williams playing there as well, Kendra Coxedge. Uh, the list goes on there. Afisa Tumu'u. And then you move on down to the cricketers. you got Fleming, the great Fleming McCullum, uh, Harris Astle, and uh, so many others. Liz Perry for the White Ferns, wildcard in there as well. So, yeah, there should be a bit of excitement this weekend. Uh, well, Friday for a lot of them. Uh, obviously, this weekend here in Hamilton, uh, it's going to be all about the Sevens. They build up through the week. Uh, get to meet the uh, all, all Black Sevens and the Black Fern Sevens. Uh, the Women's Sevens team on Tuesday, I think it is. So everything we roll into Sevens uh, this coming weekend. Uh, so, yeah, long weekend, mate. So just a bit of rugby things, I'm guessing, happening around, eh? Absolutely. Also, Wakarama, of course, um Pretty much, I think it wraps up today um, up there in Lake Karapiro. I've been watching a lot of um, the uh, national sprints, the Wakaama national sprints um, on Māori television. And you can also, they've been streaming it on Māori television as well. So you can actually watch it online, um, the Wakaama uh, national sprints. 
and uh, big big uh, kilda going out to in particular YMP who are doing really well from what I understand up there in Lake Karapiro. They've also got Maraikura who are just killing it up there as well uh, as uh, Hrota, uh, Hrota Wakahoi. Um, of course, uh, they started on last Saturday, I think it was. It was either last Saturday or Sunday. Um, so they, they, they've been uh, going pretty hard out um, Wakaama from all the teams and there's I think, from what I remember saying, there's almost a 2,000 teams all compounded up there um, to compete in uh, uh, plenty of events that are happening up Lake Waikari, uh, Lake, Lake Waik, um, up, up there in... Get out of here, come on, get out of here. Thanks for that. Neither the bit of jolt. <laughs> oh, bro, I know you want. I know you want to say it. Go on, say it, Waikato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, some some awesome stuff, and we've seen some of our national champions returning back um, to uh, Gisborne. Anything else happening out there, guys? That we that's where the media needs to cover, bro. We we're talking about the media. Cover that stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. Just Māori you know, TV. all age groups. From I know. It doesn't matter what size they are. It's got all positive vibes around it. It's yep. all based around, in our world, Kotahitanga, Manakitanga. Yep. Good story, man. I Can know. I suggest that, cover it. I know. Can I suggest that because it's called Wakaama, it might be a little bit too brown for mainstream media? Probably. <laughs> probably. Oh, I'm serious. So much. Probably. Yeah, you're, probably you're right. right. You're right. You know, someone, someone should go and do some naughties, get up to some mischief in the tent, and then they'll bloody cover it. JT, got some guys over in Nozick that can do that. I'm sure there's there's plenty over there so, that somewhere that could do something like that, eh? Help there's the brothers plenty out. Of here, brother. <laughs> Help the brothers out. <laughs> Take one for the team. <laughs> Oh, but um, yeah, man. Um, what else is happening? Um, oh, I, I can't can't think of anything else. Oh, our man um, Steve Adams has been uh, doing really well over there in um, the NBA as well. Uh, his team, of course, the Thunder, still pretty much up there, but they're kind of struggling a little bit. But uh, yeah, otherwise. I think then, gentlemen, it's pretty much time for us to move on. Move on to certainly... No, I'll, I'll just, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just quickly on the basketball here, touch it out. Steph Adams carving up big points, big games, breaking records left, right and centre. The Breakers, 15-point lead last night against Illawarra. Uh, then lost it in the fourth quarter. So uh, the Breakers really need to start the mm. winning way to stay in the finals. Uh, things aren't going too well. I think they can only afford to lose one or two more games. If they go and lose those, uh, that's it. Season's done. So mm. just for the basketballers out there, not a good night at the office for the Breakers. No, no, not a, not, a, not at all. Anyway, uh, we, we turn our attentions, I dare say, I suppose, to my favourite part of the show. The, the part of the show that we get to release our angst. And this is something that I've certainly been looking forward to over the last month or so. Gentlemen, it is time for us to... Put the boot in! So my put the boot in, I guess, is going out to the New Zealand cricket... Is it New Zealand cricket? Yeah, to New Zealand cricket. Now, I've been watching... One of the games... uh, uh, A bit of cricket. One of the games that I've been watching is the uh, T20 um, series that they've been playing, uh, the domestic series. And um, 
I, I've been kind of confused, uh, especially when watching. One of the great things is they've been playing the women's games uh, first and then coinciding with the men's games in the T20 um, competition, which has been great to watch. The funny thing is, though, the women's um, boundary line is so much shorter than the men's boundary line. And um, who was it? The captain of the Canterbury uh, team, she scored 97, I think it was, last weekend. Uh, Frankie Mackay. Frankie Mackay scored 97, just three short of 100 in a T20 match, which is uh, pretty impressive. But she was saying that they need to put those boundaries back with the men. And and that really is uh, what um, needs to happen, I think, along with her, that, that has, that's part of um, the New Zealand cricket's uh, responsibilities. They shouldn't have moved those boundaries in the first place. Uh, that's what I reckon. So there we go. That's my put the boot in to the New Zealand, uh, to New Zealand cricket. Put, put the boot in! Yeah, and I'll put the boot in, mate, to uh, some of these big business owners out there who um, supply Wi-Fi. You know, always good to be on the Wi-Fi, everything like this, so you can go and sit down at your local shop or wherever business and have a bit of a coffee or something to eat and go on the Wi-Fi, check your social media updates, your statuses, everything like that. But now you need to, uh, businesses, take a look at yourself and put some blockages in there. More, and in particular, porn sites. All right, they've had enough of uh, people going to porn sites while they're simply having a latte. So uh, businesses, I support the uh, strong support public. Uh, block some of the uh, sites that people can access on your Wi-Fi. So I'll put the boot into some of those businesses. Put the boot in! What a spoil sport. Anyway, my, <laughs> <laughs> my, my put the boot in goes to this toss of a councillor from New Plymouth, Murray Chong. Mm. He says he finds it embarrassing or whatever to sing the, Māori, the anthem of New Zealand in Te Reo Māori. Well, Murray Chong, it's not our fault that you're possibly, well, actually definitely, vocally challenged, or that you, because <laughs> you're, you're privileged, ignorance, you can't pronounce our beautiful kupu. So, Murray Chong, you can sod off your dipstick. That's mine. <laughs> Put the <food> <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting when I saw that break out, um... Over the week, man. Uh, What is interesting is when it first... I can remember when it first started. I think it was Hinewehe Mohe at an all-black Australia game here in New Zealand. And she was singing... And she only sang the first version. I mean, the the, the, uh, Tiriu version. And that was it. And I guess it kind of seemed kind of awkward at the time. But now... Nowadays, AJT, nowadays, it's uh, almost expected. You get both of those versions. And, so, and, and living over here, it just you know, makes the hair on the back of your neck stand yes. up, to, you know, all the rest of it. It always brings tears to my eyes when I hear it in, in Te Reo Māori. It's just a beautiful thing. Like you say, uh, when, when it was first uh, rolled out you know, 20-odd years ago, however long it was, uh, a lot of the crowd would stand there sort of looking awkward because mm. they didn't know the words and, yes. and whatnot. But these days, mate, it's a beautiful thing. It is. see that majority of the crowd is singing both versions. Absolutely. You know, that, that's, that's the way it should be. Dude. I think the Donny Brash Brigade will be hard, you know, will be definitely against this sort of thing, but he can, he can follow Mr. Chong and <laughs> sign off as well. <laughs> um, I think he was forced to apologise, if I can remember correctly, from the mayor of... <clears throat> Um, Taranaki, he was forced to apologise. Well, I'm not sure if he was forced to apologise, but I do remember seeing some segment of an apology coming out from him anyway. 
Arena. Yeah, it was rather rather weak in, uh, yes. in substance. It had yes. something like, I'll continue to call it as I said, which was an election promise I made, blah, 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 to the constituents of, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of here! Get out of here, you dickhead! <laughs> I agree. So, yeah, blocking blocking those sites, say, um, Reno. They should block those sites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there not enough froth on your latte, bro? <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I was thinking. Oh hell! Put the winners come up and I'll find something. And just like, up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to talk about is actually what JT talked about. Oh, I all right. remember it all of a sudden. All of a sudden, I saw businesses poor Netherlands. Okay. <laughs> and I <roll> with it. <laughs> but um, no, I wouldn't even, didn't even realise. Um, yeah, well, I've never been down there, London. <laughs> and this is true, too. I'm not lying. I've never um, been down there, London. It's just it's like, in a, white, in a shop like that. I was thinking, hey. So you've, you've never caught a fake taxi to the back room casting couch? <laughs> Fair enough. I better check my lattes next time. Oh, I think so. I think so. <laughs> anyway, gentlemen, it is awesome. Awesome to get back on uh, board with you guys uh, here. Uh, 2019, full time. 2019, full time. Great to have you back. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed your holidays and looking forward to a, a cracking year. You know, it's awesome uh, to be able to catch up with you once again, bro. I look up to uh, look forward to catching up with you next week. Yeah, mate. Uh, one of the best things of the year catching up with you guys on a Saturday morning and uh, talking and uh, you know having a good time. And I missed it for the uh, weeks gone by, but yeah, bring on 2019, mate. And massive thanks and shout out to your sponsors of the show. And also, of course, uh, to JT. Uh, who who gets up nice and early? Always nice and early. Um, uh, it's all, all always an honour and a privilege having you part of the show here, uh, my friend. Always, uh, let me just say the honour and the privilege is squarely on my shoulders. Lovely to be here to talk some some corner with you two, and normally you know, the, uh, the the mayor of uh, Tolaga Bay, Mr. Ra Walker. So hopefully he's better come next week. And speaking of Tolaga Bay, I'd like to send out a special shout out. To the King of Hoasey, Mr. Matt Carr, I know he's listening in. I see his comments on our Facebook page every now and then. Matty Carr, hope you're well, brother. Fukuromo ki te reo i te ronga nui a kiwa. Te reo o te iwi.